You are listening to The Social Hotelier Show, a podcast that inspires hoteliers to create meaningful and memorable experiences for their customers in pursuit of their passion. We share our views and experiences relating to hospitality, technological trends, and also relating to humanity. Here is your host, Sam Eric Rutman. Welcome to the Social Hotelier Show. Great to have you on board here again. I am uh, delighted to do another episode. Uh, In fact, a friend of mine said, hey, better do another one next week. And so now this is the day of that week that I'm bringing in a a friend of mine who is, uh, uh, I learn a lot every time we go live because this is part of the thing that uh, the business is uh, moving so quickly that uh, it is rather difficult to keep up and definitely I am not able to keep up without help from my friends, as they say in the good old song. So let me bring in uh, my friend, Jayant Kolla. Uh, see, we have Jayant Kolla. See, we got him online here uh, this moment. I think we can. Here we go. Yeah, Jayant. Yeah. How are you? Hi, family. Doing good. How are you? Excellent, excellent. I'm so glad to connect with you again. And uh, uh, for, those, for those who don't know you, Jayant Kolla is a founder of... I thought it was only one company. You have two companies now. I'm amazing. Convergence uh, Catalyst. And uh, you've been uh, with your partner advising companies and helping them to set up some strategies to keep up with the pace of the the fast-pacing emerging technologies and and also looking at their product lines. So that's the kind of thing, if I'm understanding correct. Uh, Did I catch uh, the, the essence of what you're doing for that company? Uh, yes. Uh, so as a part of Convergence Catalyst, uh, uh, I, uh, you know, help uh, companies figure out their product and business uh, strategies uh, using deep technologies. Uh, and, uh, you know, uh, and right now in the COVID world, uh, help them figure out uh, uh, their post-COVID strategy and, and their business models. Okay. Well, that's very good. Now, uh, then you have another company out of uh, Toronto, or is it uh, Canada? Toronto, Sensei Technologies, yes. We are trying to build a deep technologies, uh, uh, you know, uh, converge deep technology platform, uh, you know, building a whole bunch of uh, deep technology-based uh, uh, products that could be used across industries, starting off with sports tech and uh, uh, research and consulting automation. Oh, very good. Uh, what I understand is that now you have uh, during the COVID period, you have started to look at uh, uh, what's going on in the market and also analyzing certain trends, uh, not only specifically giving advice to companies, but you're also looking at things, what's going on in the travel and hospitality. And uh, I think that's uh, the topic we would uh, uh, talk about. And uh, so uh, what do you see now in, in what's going on in the in the market at the moment? And what are, what are your views on, on uh, the different issues, let's say, marketing-related and so on? So, there's some disturbance. Uh, There's a lot of noise. Okay, now it's better. Are you able to hear me? Yes, very well. Okay, so, when it comes to travel and tourism industry, even before that, right, with, uh, you know, with uh, COVID-19 and the lockdown in the last couple of months, 
and you know we are seeing the first phase of lockdowns lifting from around the world uh, and uh, you know china was the first uh, country where the lockdowns lifted in early april and then you know we have some early consumer spending data coming out of china uh, and also you know we can compare it with sweden i mean sweden was one country which never which never had lockdown so you know just last weekend there was the first consumer spending data that came out of china uh, you know two months after the uh, lockdown uh, was up the economic activity was up by 90% right in in china what that means is uh, the the consumer uh, wherever consumer spends uh, you know retail outlets malls uh, restaurants uh, 90% of them were open and operational but uh, you know the footfalls in malls were down by 50% okay as compared to the pre covid time or the pre lockdown uh, phase in china and these are footfalls not even spending in mind you and the air tickets uh, you know air flight bookings were down by 50% or oh, no flight bookings were down by 75% and the hotel bookings were down by 50% so this is china numbers if you compare uh, that to sweden in terms of uh, you know what's happening in sweden a country where you know there was no lockdown the government did not ask uh, its uh, citizens to stay indoors yet uh, in the month of april uh, the uh, the spending in restaurants and cafe was down by 70% uh, you know almost as close to uh, hungary where the where it was a strict lockdown so what's happening is essentially uh, you know regardless of what uh, the governments are asking uh, uh, consumers to do whether to stay indoors or not the consumer spending definitely thanks to uh, covid-19 has come down and people are spending on essentials uh, and not as much on discretionary and uh, you know i later in the uh, uh, discussion i'll talk about you know how we are seeing even the spending that's uh, being done by consumers is uh, being done for certain uh, establishments and uh, you know some of the conventional uh, establishments and big chains are being missed out so we'll talk about that a little later yeah i, I think uh, from my from what i have uh, from my research and the information i'm getting the i'm getting similar feel and also just thinking from the human nature uh you've been in a lockdown uh for a period of 6 weeks 8 weeks or what not uh there is some sort of a pressure you want to do something but you still worry about uh, well is it safe uh, uh to go there um, if i'm close to somebody else can i catch something uh, and they say well the, the mask doesn't help but i should wear a mask and so i wear the mask and uh, when i'm outdoors maybe i don't wear a mask but my, i just avoid walking close to people and if i'm living in mm-hmm. an environment an urban environment which is a, is a huge population where it's a, it's quite normal that it's crowds i i'm a little bit worried about these things and that's the same thing we are experiencing here uh and as you rightly said there are uh government and cities that are trying to uh, uh motivate their citizens to to spend more uh, an example right. is like vienna Austria Vienna the city is giving out for the citizens of Vienna a 50 euro certificate they can spend in their favorite cafes and restaurants it's just as a, as a part of a payment interesting yeah and then now Helsinki is very different i, I was walking out yesterday mm-hmm. and we just opened up uh, the bars and restaurant um, on monday and the monday was uh, rather quiet Mm-hmm. Yesterday again, uh, the out because uh, there's more seating outdoors uh, and indoors. You have only you're allowed to only fill the half of the capacity. So outdoor terraces 
were very, very busy yesterday. Okay. And uh, as a result, that is that uh, uh, I got the impression that uh, typically a human brain, has, we have a little bit of a short memory and we like <laughs> to go to the comfort we are used to. And in Helsinki, definitely the, the places that uh, I visited on the center, uh, they were uh, fully occupied. And, and thirdly, which is even, even more interesting, considering the unrest that has been going on, and that's not really the topic right. of today, uh, there was yeah. a uh, Wednesday was a, a demonstration around the world, and Helsinki, the center of Helsinki, gathered uh, maybe it was about 5,000 people, uh, and uh, to express their sympathy and uh, and uh, opinion about uh, uh, the Black Lives Matter issue, and so. But then they dispersed very quickly. But it just shows that mm -hmm. on one side there's a worry on personal level. But then on the other side, they are prepared to uh, be brave and take the extra step. The, the challenge now, of course, is then the, uh, the, the people who are now in the baby boomer and in the 70s, yeah. they will stay away from things. And, and they still go to shopping for food shopping early in the morning uh, because that's a time when it's reserved for them. But in generally, uh, I have a feeling that there, the, the, there are certain things that will be, be what we call... Have, has it been before because of the just the the, the com comfortable people start to get comfortable again about the the, uh, the life as usual at least in certain part of the world? Yeah, true. It's it's actually a conundrum, isn't it? I mean, as a human, you are used to we are a social being. We we are used to step out. Yeah. And uh, you know, uh, if you uh, if you look at what happened in Seoul in uh, mid May. Uh, you know, as soon as the lockdown lifted and the bars and the nightclubs were open, uh, there was one guy who walked into a nightclub. He didn't uh, know he was uh, positive. And, uh, you know, about uh, 40 other people got infected because of him. And 1900 people uh, had to be tested. And, uh, you know, the next day, the uh, mayor, uh, uh, you know, asked for the closure of 2100 bars and uh, nightclubs in Seoul, right? Yeah. So it's a conundrum. I mean, you know, we are we are social beings. We will go out. So, uh, you know, hopefully in the short or immediate to short term, we will be careful. And, and, and once this, uh, uh, you know, um, time and uh, 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 of the coronavirus passes out, uh, you know, we will definitely go out. But yes, certain things, our behavior would have definitely changed. And that's what will have an impact on the travel and tourism industry and the hospitality industry. Because, you know, that industry, we, you know, we can talk about on a long term. There are going to be some long term, uh, you know, usage, beha uh, not usage, behavioral changes. Okay. Uh, that would definitely uh, uh, be need to be factored in for that industry. Yeah. And, and I think also that uh, you call this word called bubble travel, which has... Uh, being become very very popular, and then also I'm, I started to see this word being used uh, in yeah. uh, uh, from Singapore. There's a James uh, uh, James Crabtree. Yeah. James Crabtree used that, and it just describes in the, with the, with a uh, cartoon that the, that bubble how people will be traveling in the areas where yes. they feel safe and comfortable to travel. True, true. Yeah, we discussed about bubble travel on our episode, uh, you know, previous episode last week. Uh, you know, uh, really, uh, it, it caught off and, and looks like that's going to be the new normal, uh, you know, at least for the foreseeable future, you know, for the next three to four years. And, uh, you know, if, if we have to talk about, uh, you know, 
the exploration nature of human being and the social nature of human being right i mean uh, if we have to look a little back into the uh, you know into the history uh, you know even explorers like christopher columbus right christopher columbus uh, you know uh, built this new ship and back then the ship technology was what was you know driving ship technology was the artificial intelligence and uh, you know blockchain of of that era yes. right so he built a new ship and uh, he wanted to go uh, discover india and he needed uh, you know investors he you know he went and approached the king of portugal and various other european countries finally the Spa- you know a spanish king uh, you know backed him with the money and uh, you know he got on the ship and went ahead and lost his way and uh, discovered america mm-hmm. right so but you know that nature of exploring that nature of traveling you know has always been inside as as humans and it's going to continue uh, you know and two years down two years from now uh, as uh, uh, you know as things start uh, coming back to normal and people will want to keep traveling more and more and we see this uh, especially in the younger generation uh, in the millennials and gen z and and the older millennials uh, where you know they uh, their willingness their want to travel uh, is that much more and uh, you know that is where uh, you know i was telling you yesterday that there is an opportunity for uh, the retail banking and the financial uh, services uh, industry to essentially uh, you know uh, uh, leverage on this uh, uh, on, on this behavior of the younger generation right that's very interesting the Uh, when i when you mentioned that you want to bring in the uh, financial uh, and the banking into this discussion i said well i only i don't know if i have any good experience with banks but i have some of course but i <laughs> it's always uh, the question of uh, uh yeah they are fast of doing things and they respond to what you need and so on but uh, i really I, li- i think uh, i really like to understand exactly the angle you want to bring this discussion on so we can have so what <laughs> yeah what i have in mind is travel loans right oh, so okay. yeah if you look at it uh, you know if let's say capitalism in some form or the other continues to exist post covid two years from now you know banks i see banks uh, you know productizing travel loans and uh, if you look at it uh, the previous generation uh, credit cards i mean they 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 you know when when consumerism uh, and con- in, uh, was at its peak okay mindless consumerism credit cards became tools for people to buy a, a lot of stuff uh, you know that they needed or did not need uh, you know um, and and banks enable that and uh, you know uh, the subprime crisis was essentially the banks enabling people uh, people's innate a need to own houses right uh, at very cheap rates uh, and then in the last 10 years uh, you know after 2008 2010 the subprime crisis fall uh, the next big thing especially in the western markets was uh, student loans right uh, all of a sudden university education had become costly and uh, everyone who needed a degree to uh, get themselves a job had to get themselves uh, uh you know a, a loan uh, and and that way you know they were indebted to the bank so you know i i see and and right now you know the need to travel especially among the younger generation is that much more because they don't believe in uh, you know owning houses or cars anymore okay uh, and especially after this covid lockdown uh, you know uh, refrain to their uh, homes uh, and houses for such a long time uh, you know they you know that that generation also believes in uh, going out and meeting people and you know meeting multi- making multiple friends right so exploration is what they spend their money on i mean 
that's a yolo generation you only live once okay and they believe in experiential living and travel is the is the way so you know uh, now i actually see either banks or you know someone in the hospitality industry needs to tie in the entire value chain okay and productize travel loans right uh, so i see that uh, you know as a potential opportunity and uh, you know someone in the banking or the financial uh, services sector might crack it because now we have uh, credit rating based on algorithms okay depending on your demographic psychographics your your facebook behavior uh, you know and your uh, you know retail purchase behavior uh, you know algorithms will give you a credit rating and uh, banks can uh, dish out loans today if uh, you know if anyone wants to take out a travel loan the only uh, financial instrument available to them is either a credit card loan or a personal loan and depending on which part of the world you're living at it's uh, it 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 rates between anywhere between 17 to 30% yeah. right so i foresee travel loans as becoming the next big financial instrument and thereby you know banking sector coming and giving that uh, you know requisite push to the hospitality and the travel and tourism industry uh, they will in a way tie up the uh, you know value chain uh, more tightly and crisply and end to end and and offer uh, you know end to end experiential products backed by financial uh, instruments and so just to understand the travel loan concept is that uh, so obviously it's not the credit card related it's not your personal loan but so uh, let's say if i want to uh, plan uh, plan my trips for next uh, next year or two years and i like to take a travel loan to pay for all that uh, uh, is, how is it still a personal loan or? it currently it is still a personal loan yeah. or you can take a loan loan on your credit card yeah. uh, the problem with that is uh, the interest that it attracts are fairly high right yeah. uh, you know uh, it's anywhere between 17 to 35 36% depending on different parts of the world yeah. uh, right that's extremely high what i imagine is you know uh, the bankers and and the financiers coming in providing this at a fairly uh, you know uh, fairly attractive and lucrative rates uh, thereby making it extremely attractive for people to uh, you know uh, uh, take those loans and then at the back end you know they have multiple instruments they'll chop these and you know convert them into bonds and etfs and derivatives and you know have multiple uh, uh, you know products that they can uh, trade uh, trade on the stock markets i mean we've seen that happen we've seen uh, you know them do it with the subprime crisis we've seen them uh, doing it in the with the student loan crisis in the last 10 years okay so you know they are extremely great at doing that so you know you offer uh, the banks the capitalistic banks uh, a, a reason to uh, you know get the population indebted they'll take it and i believe you know uh, travel is a very uh, right sector for coming out of the you know covid crisis two years from now for them to uh, you know jump on it so then uh, in one way uh, this could have mean that uh, uh, if i plan my travel and i want to kind of secure the funding for my travels uh, it could be tied up with uh, the bank for the travel loan but they also tied up to a particular airline and also could be tied up with exactly. a particular hotel chain so let's say exactly. i am I'm uh, making my uh, uh, sabbatical but I'm a digital nomad and I'm going to uh, yes. where I'm Absolutely. working is anywhere I live at the t- at the moment so I could Absolutely. be uh, one month in Bali and another month in Lombok uh, Absolutely. Well you don't need a tra- plane for Lombok but then if I go continue to uh, Japan or to Korea or Philippines or China uh, this could be 
tied into an entire scheme then. Is that, how, is that, am I on the right track here? You're absolutely on the right track. So, you know, uh, someone's going to connect these dots. I mean, it's either someone going to be from the travel and tourism industry or the hospitality industry or someone from the banks. Yeah. Uh, you know, from, from a bank's perspective, uh, it's essentially the same. You know, back in the day, people used to, you know, wait till they retire and get out their 401k uh, money and their pension money to uh, if, uh, finally find uh, finally buy a house. Then, you know, the last generation, banks enabled people in their mid-20s to buy houses. Uh, they, you know, their entire point was, why wait till the end of your life or end of your productive life to uh, buy a house? Do it now. Now, overlay that to the, uh, you know, travel and exploration, um, you know, mindset of people, right? People wait uh, till they retire to go see the world, to have their, you know, favorite cruises so that they can afford their favorite cruises and everything. Now, the banks banks or anyone who's 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 cracked this can come and say, why wait till you're uh, 60 or, uh, you know, 65 once you retire, do, do that in your 30s when you can do it and when you have the energy to go see the world. So, and, and here's, uh, you know, here's the money, you go do it and you can pay me out uh, later in installments. Yeah. You're anyway not owning, uh, uh, you know, houses, you, you, you've inherited your houses from your parents. So, yeah, go see the world. Very good. In it, in it uh, nature. Very good. That's, uh, that's a very interesting thought. Uh, the, uh, just to, as a reminder now for all the viewers, uh, and if you still wonder what is this bubble travel about, if you look up here uh, and you're watching it on YouTube as a replay, there will be a, a, a sort of end card to this uh, at, at this point. And uh, you just click that uh, picture and then you will land uh, at, the, the, at the video we talked about. So just to clarify how, how we can help you to reach that video eventually. Uh, if, it, if you don't want to see it now, you can see it at the end, end of our, uh, our show. It's going to be also visible there. Very good. Okay, now I understand. Now I'm a little bit, I'm, uh, little bit smarter in how you're thinking about this. That's very, very exciting. Uh, anything else you want to add on the financial sector or are we, shall we move on to the next uh, topic? That's about it. I mean, my, my only point is, you know, uh, anyone in the travel, tourism and the hospitality sector can take this idea and tie up all the, uh, you know, uh, players and, and launch this product or, you know, the banks will do it in, in due course, for sure. Okay, I'm going to ask now the viewers, could you t give, give a thumbs up if you believe this is a viable, uh, that travel loans is, is way in the future. So give a thumbs up. Or if you disagree, which is quite okay, that gives us an opportunity to discuss. Just put in your comments uh, in, in, into the chat. Uh, uh, this is for all the viewers, LinkedIn, uh, Facebook, uh, YouTube, Twitch, uh, wherever you're watching this from. So we'd like to, we'd like to hopefully you, are, uh, you can help us to contribute to this discussion. Uh, uh, because I think this is actually a very interesting, interesting idea. And, I, and I, because this will be a recorded video, so... Uh, whenever somebody cracks this product, then we can say, well, hey, remember us? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So let's talk about uh, uh, marketing a little bit. And yeah. uh, uh, you mentioned that maybe we should talk a little bit about uh, uh, a little bit to get the hotel companies and hotels, hospitality companies, a little bit more on, on uh, uh, up to date in how they are uh, reaching out their customers and creating loyalty and uh, and creating a sort of personal experiences. And uh, I mean, in the past episodes, I've been talking about uh, the importance of uh, social media uh, to reach out. And the, the, to prove the point is that 
once we got uh, everything stopped and people were not busy anymore, uh, they were working from home, so they have, they have time. Uh, they spend a lot of time on, on social media, but also they spend a lot of time on YouTube. And the smart uh, companies who advertise, they, they went to advertise into those social media to reach new customers at the same time. And also that uh, I can hear you tapping a bit. <laughs> sure. <laughs> yeah. So uh, then uh, uh, the issue was that uh, also I was looking at how hotels are are uh, uh, approaching the social media and probably the best example were restaurateurs, the chefs. They were starting to do live videos and particularly the live videos that you could see was on uh, Instagram or what we call IGTV. So this episodical, uh, a perfect example, some of the Italian chefs uh, come out every day and uh, they have the camera in the kitchen and they show how to cook their favorite dish. dish. You can also see the same thing on in six-second videos like Vibe. It's a small, yeah. uh, different type of a tool these days. And uh, somebody who loves cooking, they, in six seconds, they show how to make uh, uh, linguine, aglio, olio, peperoncino, pe pe or something like that along those lines. And, and so that kind of works very uh, well out. So, but I still see that the, the, the hotels are catching up, up on this. But I think the things that they, they should limit, take, a, take another look at is uh, how, what are the expectations for businesses and customers? That there's one company that made a research and they said that 96% of businesses say a fast response is important to the query. Right. And 82% of the customer says businesses are not fast enough. So smart business uh -huh. organization can close the gap if they're really smart and attract more customers and and uh, steal market share, if you will, if they're really smart about it. So, uh, so what's, the, what's the tool for that? Well, the tool is available and because everybody's on WhatsApp, SMS, uh, and so on. So there is interactive management, interaction management platforms, which means is that you have uh, any, even you have a web chat or somebody will contact you or from your website, this immediately ends up into a mess messaging tool where you are responding not from the website, but actually from a messaging tool. And if you are contacting uh, from Facebook uh, or you're contacting from, let's say, Instagram messages or Facebook messages or from YouTube chat, it, it's sent up into the same platform or mailbox. So you can see in real time all your questions coming in for the hotel or yeah. travel company. And you can respond immediately to that. Because then, then and there are very few hotels, and I don't know any hotel who's actually doing that at the moment, because this is something, exactly. that, this is a tool that I think they, they could create a tremendous advantage because there's a, the, the opportunity of using messaging or using bots, for instance, where you're getting automated messages. We have, you, you load in 4,000, the 4,000 typical questions and you give the 4,000 answers. So you get instant response to your, to your query. And this is the single strongest opportunity for hotel company and travel companies to make a, a huge difference in their in their uh, competition to 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 the next door uh, by doing that. And also that uh, you you can divide that also uh, to a payment system. So you can you can in this uh, let's say in WhatsApp you had you communicated you, uh, the customer confirmed the 
visit to, to Bali, for instance, then you can, they confirm the order and then you can have the payment. So it really is very few short steps how you can close the sale and, and receive payment for, for the service that you offered. So, uh, and then it gives another opportunity for immediately after you have done that, there's a message to leave a review. And, and if you have, you're satisfied with the, 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 the service that you just moment got, you can make a, a, like one sentence, two sentence copy, comment and click on the stars. And this also will go back to the original platform where you originally wrote from. Let's say you wrote it from TripAdvisor. So that review of that service is ended up on TripAdvisor. So is that cool or what? Oh, absolutely. I, I did not uh, know about this particular tool. Uh, very glad to hear that it already exists uh, for the hospitality industry. Uh, you know, sort of sad that it's not as widely adopted as it should be. Uh, you know, uh, whoever has developed this, uh, you know, uh, looks like they've put a lot of thought into it in terms of it's an aggregator uh, platform for reviews and ratings, right? Yeah. I mean, and obviously the more popular one is uh, TripAdvisor. Okay, uh, but if you, you know, develop an aggregator platform where the hotel, uh, you know, can instantly uh, communicate and engage with the, uh, with the guest and uh, whatever review has been put in, it, it gets published on the popular, uh, you know, uh, review sites like the OTAs and the TripAdvisors, nothing like it. I mean, this, this, this sounds like a good tool that uh, hotels should adopt and start using it to engage with the consumers, uh, with their guests, right? Yeah. Uh, but I completely agree with you. Uh, and if, if I have to, you know, uh, provide what we've been observing, uh, uh, what people in the uh, travel and tourism industry, hospitality industry are using or not yet using, uh, you know, various uh, marketing tools available to them. Uh, you know, even before uh, that, let me just, uh, you know, give you some information or, or some, uh, you know, trends that we're observing uh, during the COVID-19 uh, phase, right? So, um, the consumer behavior, apart from spending on essentials, you know, whatever, let's say the next thing that they're spending on are non-essentials, right? Uh, even the spending behavior has sort of changed. I mean, uh, uh, let me give you a little uh, historical trivia here. So, uh, do you know who's uh, invented the consumer propaganda or the consumerism? Do you have any idea? Tell me. <laughs> <laughs> There's this gentleman called Edward Bernays, okay, in mid-1920s, okay, he invented consumerism and consumer propaganda, okay, and it's very interesting uh, because he happens to be the nephew of Sigmund Freud, okay, so what Edward realized is that he, you know, his uncle's psychotherapy could be turned into a very lucrative retail therapy. If we could be convinced to believe that we transform ourselves every time we buy something more, right? So this was the basic fundamental, uh, you know, uh, fundamental tenet on which the current consumerism, uh, you know, and uh, uh, consumerism has been built on, okay? Uh, this was, and, and this principle and this mindset is almost 100 years old, okay? But what we are observing in the, uh, you know, during the uh, COVID lockdown phases, uh, the current generation, people currently uh, are that much more aware and conscious, right? I mean, uh, the world, the entire world is a single village right now, thanks to internet and thanks to how 
fast the information spreads and everybody uh, you know is thinking at a humane level they they all know that uh, you know uh, everybody is in the same uh, same boat uh, in, uh, and uh, you know people are losing jobs and people uh, you know biz- uh, small business owners need to make money so what i have been observing uh, and that uh, you know check with a few friends uh, both in india and around the world and and the trend seems to be the same uh, if you look at restaurants or hotels uh, you know people are ordering in food uh, from home cooks not as much as the hotel chains even though the restaurants and the big hotel chains uh, have closed down and were offering uh, uh, you know take uh, takeaways from their kitchens uh, you know people instead have been uh, you know ordering from uh, home cooks or the cooks uh, of these restaurants and uh, hotels uh, who have been laid off and who are uh, you know uh, uh, who are working from home they are getting more orders on on whatsapp groups on facebook uh, groups on instagrams okay and there is uh, you know what i would want to call it something called as conscious consumerism that's evolving right uh, people are still consuming uh, you know non essential uh, goods and services but they're consuming it consciously they want to help the other person other business okay not as much a a uh, uh, a big chain or a retail uh, uh, you know or a, or a brand just for the heck of it or a, or a huge company now how this uh, you know extends to uh, the tourism in the hospitality industry is that there's actually a good news for uh, let's say you know a family owned resort or you know res- one or two resorts that are owned by individuals or a small group of friends or family uh, they which offer specific uh, you know uh, experiences uh, if people are traveling uh, you know uh, and willing to travel uh, more than the hyatt hiltons and the marriotts uh, you know they would want to give business to these uh, you know these establishments yeah. okay uh, there's a there's a sense of uh, you know uh, giving business to uh, people who who need it instead of the big chains which uh, you know which especially the hospitality industry they have the human connect but they're still an establishment right i mean it's it's seen as a a, a big establishment and a big brand okay so that is the insight uh, but now the uh, you know the the problem is also that you know some of these uh, resorts hotels uh they don't interact uh you know they don't engage with their guests as much as they should and they do not take advantage of all the tools uh the digital marketing tools the social media marketing tools the data that is available out there to reach out and engage with their uh, you know potential guests and consumers uh you know uh, as much you know Mo- a lot of uh, uh, hotels and resorts that i know don't even have instagram uh, you know accounts or facebook accounts okay uh, they are 100% dependent dependent on the tour operators to provide them the guests and the you know we discussed this for a little bit in the previous episode the engagement with the guest happens once they land uh, you know at the hotel uh, and does not uh, evolve beyond uh, the guest leaves so you know that i think is where uh, you know there's a lot of opportunity and and you mentioned some tools i would like to extend that uh, to you know even content marketing so you know creating content and that content could be you know textual form blogs okay tell your story i mean people want to connect with your story right uh, hiltons marriotts and uh, uh, you know and and the hyatts are putting out 5 minute videos of how they are sanitizing every bit of their uh, uh, you know hotel you know guess what if i you know if i live and i've lived in enough uh, uh, hiltons and marriotts that is expected you know out of a hilton and a marriott i mean 
you know sanitizing every uh, uh, part of your uh, you know of your hotel and ensuring that i don't contract the virus is is hygiene it's like you know saying that if you're hungry at uh, midnight we'll provide you food of course it's expected out of a health tent right uh, you know but but these uh, you know boutique hotels and uh, you know smaller uh, family owned businesses they need to right now reach out tell their story okay uh, you know there are a lot of travel bloggers out there influencers out there engage them use their uh, and their outreach uh, you know to uh, reach out to the potential consumers and guests and, and uh, you know tell the story so there's content marketing there's blogs there's podcasts that uh, you know that they can do there's uh, blogs uh, you know and a whole lot of stuff and and i think and what people have is uh, time at their hand i mean from now to let's say another year year and a half till the uh, entire uh, traffic takes off to the pre covid level they have enough time to build a story not spending as much money okay invest in time and invest in uh, you know telling out the st- uh, telling your story and attracting people from instead of them going to the hilton's and the marriotts to to your resorts yeah so uh, that, that's a good exercise there's a good example exactly what you're talking about uh, uh i had in, in one of our shows uh we had a resort in malaysia in langkawi mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. Uh, uh before i went live with them uh as i always do i went to look at their how are they presenting themselves in social media and they went right. to uh, and uh, on igtv they have several videos about the because the 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 Thai I have to give a shout out to the Thai Langkawi Hotel Resort and go to Instagram and check out their Instagram account and the videos to talk about the tours and all the activities they do because they are in the middle of the jungle and they're providing for some very exciting things to do and they are the good example of a standalone resort has been around for ages and they of course have a lot of returning guests but they are more importantly they are uh, taking advantage of uh, the iPhone they yeah. they go out and uh, pre-record the video so it's not even a live thing they just pre-record and uh, nicely produced and uh, it's in-house uh, they don't have a, a, a production company doing this for this in-house so you have one of the staff who is uh, is is sort of the presenter and then there's somebody else behind the iPhone and they're doing some fantastic work so if there's only if if there's any the, the one takeaway about this that you take when you're watching this uh, 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 go and take a look at some of the hotels uh instagram accounts and see the difference of when it's done excellently and then benchmark exactly. that to the Tha- the the, the Thailand Kawi that's a very good example so i mean i'm not sponsored by them and i probably will never maybe the gm will give me a drink when i get there one of these day but it is because i i i like what they're doing so i want to uh, pass on this uh, tip now meanwhile i'm on here if you like what we are talking about and uh, uh, please subscribe uh, on youtube just press that button and also press the notification bell and uh, you'll get informed when we're going live again with uh, new news uh, new items and if you're on linkedin uh, uh just if you happen to just bump into this uh, episode uh, then just follow me on my personal uh, profile and you'll get to know then when i'm next next live and in facebook uh, uh, well you probably are already in my uh, my page already so we are we are friends over there but in any case if we have if you haven't 
subscribed or you, you haven't been notified before, here's a chance to do that and with no strings attached. And we are not selling any products. We're not promoting anything. We don't have sponsors. We're doing for, for, for Jane because of, we are passionate about this, right? Absolutely. We are passionate about good ideas. We're passionate about, uh, you know, helping the industries grow and thrive and, yeah. uh, you know, and, and uh, good karma. Good, good. All right. Uh, so that's about that. And anything else you want to share? And, yeah, I have probably one other idea or a tip that I would like to give to, you know, some of the hospitality uh, uh players uh you know considering that a, a lot of uh, them are opening up this summer in july 1st uh you know use your first set of post-covid guests as your advocates okay uh, i'll tell you back in 2005 2006 between 2005 and 2008 uh, you know i used to launch a bunch of uh, mobile phones for motorola and nokia right and uh, Motorola back then, soon after Razer, used to design very, uh, you know, cool looking but wacky uh, hardware uh, phones. And every time we used to come out with a non-conventional but extremely cool design phone, uh, the first hundred, con uh, you know, customers who bought that phone, we used to treat them extremely well. I mean, selling a million phones in a month depended completely on how well we uh, uh, we treated or we took care of the first 100 customers uh, who bought who bought a new uh, new model of the mobile right so you know taking something from that right now you know after the entire lockdown there are a bunch of you know as as you guys are opening up i i don't know what your guest uh, filter rate could be it could be 10% 15% 25% or hopefully 100% but treat the first set of uh, guests who are coming and uh, you know staying with you after the lockdown uh, you know interact with them, engage them, and use them as advocates to build the traffic over the next year or so, and tell your story. Well, I have to give you a, a drums, drum swirl here. I don't Why? know if, if you hear it, but the audience will hear it. The drums went off as a, the, the, the great tip of the day. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah, I wanted to enjoy this tip. <laughs> yeah, excellent, excellent. Well, um, I think we have uh, had uh, some very good uh, sessions, and I I, I don't see any comments, and I apologize in, in case uh, some of these, uh, uh, whether Facebook or uh, YouTube or LinkedIn comments didn't come through. Uh, but uh, we will reply to any comments you made once we are over and live, and we go back to the look at the recording to to respond to you. Uh, so I think uh, uh, I'd like to thank uh, Jayant you, you very much again for this has been a very a great session and. Uh, Look forward to do another one sooner than later. Yeah, sure. Thanks for joining us this week on the Social Hotelier Show. Make sure to visit our website, b8bhospitality.com, where you can subscribe to the show in iTunes or Spotify, so you'll never miss a show. While you're at it, if you found value in this show, we appreciate rating on iTunes, or if you simply tell a friend about the show, that would help us too. Be sure to tune in for our next episode.